Would you like John Tap? <laughs> yes. Firstly, how long have you been in London? When, when did you when did you arrive here? Uh, it was 14th of September 1998. That's a so very 18. specific date. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Why, why did you decide to leave São Paulo? Why, why London? Why not, say, in Brazil? Um, first of all, because I had a friend who used to live here. Okay. And then I thought, I don't have any friends living in America. <laughs> okay. So just in London. And then I called him. And he said, oh, come, just for six months? Yeah, I said, yeah, six months just to learn English. I mean, I used, I have studied English in Brazil since I was nine years old. So that was like 20, 26 years old, I was studying English. And I said, no, I need to, to put my English, you know, in, in challenge, see if I really know that language. So I said, yeah, come along. If you like, you stay for six months as a student. So what did you do in... Uh in São Paulo? Right. Um, I was uh, finishing my university in journalism. Oh, nice. And then I started working at a radio station in São Paulo. It's quite well known at that time, called um, Musical FM. It was um, well known. Quite well known at that time. Uh -huh. Is uh, it still around? No. Now it's a church. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just as a Christian program. Very. Anyway, I don't know. I think it's still like that, or they close. I don't know. I have no no contact with nobody from there. So what did you, what did you do there? Did yeah, I had a program which all about Brazilian music. Oh wow! Tell me more about it. Um. Well, was from 5:30 to 7, and after 7 o'clock in Brazil, you have. Um, Hora do Brasil is time of Brazil, which is we talk about the government and what have been done in that day, and but nobody listened to that, obviously nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good because that time from 5:30 to 7 in the at the traffic time when people leave work go to home go home. Okay. So that's why it was quite so what we people listen to, radio, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. people listen to because it was the finest of Brazilian music okay. and uh, quite old songs but also I was the idea of the radio station at the time was to bring the new names out mm -hmm. and it was I was fascinated by that because I used to work with musicians that time as a PR for those some musicians in Sao Paulo so I also had all these contacts so I used to go for free in events or concerts and take, you know, like a recording, oh, give some words for our radio station. The guy said, oh, hi, my name is, and I'm listening to the radio station, Musical FM. Nice to see you guys, da, da, da. it's quite well-known people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was bringing this, uh, or Mother's Day, or Father's Day, people saying, oh, happy Mother's Day from blah, blah, blah. So it was quite nice, actually. It was around four or five years doing that, and into... Writing for a newspaper as well, and that's it. That was my my life in São Paulo. So it sounds like it was quite successful. So, why why did you then go? Actually, I want to live in London. I want to. I want to live in. I want to live on the other side. Well, of the world. first of all, I, I had this idea because it was quite boring living there at that moment. I was twenty-ish, early twenty, and then I was like home, radio, singing, 
having all these agendas or diaries to look after was our like PA already. I didn't know that, uh, but I was working as a PR for those people, which is quite the same actually in the PA. It's quite easy, and because I'm quite well. I'm a communicative person. I like I'm a people person. I like talking, and any level. I don't care. I don't mind. I don't put it in this way like I'm talking to the CEO. Oh my God, or I'm talking to the cleaner. Don't really mind to me. I was like that in Brazil, and the same here. But the fact is, I was boring. I had a very boring life there. So I thought, going where I know someone, and you know. London, wow, it's going to be nice. At least for six months I have something new to, to talk. <laughs> and it was completely different. When I came, after I think a month, I said to myself, I'm not going to come back, I'm going to stay. And I stayed. And how did you find the language barrier when you first arrived? Did you speak English or did you yeah, only speak Portuguese? I, I started studying English when I was nine years old in okay. Brazil. But it's completely different because... We have uh, American culture oh, right. rather so than American English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the school I went was all about American English because culture English, the culture English, what they call in Brazil, is very expensive school. It's really expensive to have this accent. It's really expensive in Brazil. Oh, yes, yes, and it's still very expensive school. So I went to this American school and then. I never stopped English, never. Since 9 to 20 ish, I started and still, and you know, teaching. Um, I was speaking English with the guys who came to the station or friends of friends who yeah. didn't speak English. It's interesting you mentioned about, you know, you can communicate with people at any level, uh, from the cleaner to the CEO. And I suppose that's, that's a good. Um, Segue into your experience because you started as a cleaner and now you're a PA to a CEO. Yeah, I so never been a cleaner actually. Was one the, one of the, the the things I said I never could do because I don't know how to <laughs> clean the house properly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what did you do when you first arrived? Um, I start working as a waitresses. Okay. And then I went to the. <laughs> the waiter's agency and I said oh can I bring my passport tomorrow oh yeah of course you can and then I said well I need a job and she said okay fine what do you do so oh, just arrive and she said okay I have this job in the school in Fulham uh, just for look after the, after the kids and, and then, okay I go I went and it was nice and people I didn't understand much English and then this is much Portuguese, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just body language and stuff. And from there, she asked me to go for Olympia, for you know, Olympia and Olympia. Yeah, yeah, Kingston yeah. Olympia, and then I had a concert and kind of a parties, and then how I start working, and then <laughs> and start earning money. Like was a quite you know surprise. I was quite surprised. And obviously they start a school. In Oxford Circus, everybody joined, all Brazilians joined that school. Yeah. The, the time called Evendine. Okay. Oh wow. gosh. <laughs> and all Brazilians were there. Oh really? And so I met a lot of Brazilians at the time in, in Oxford Circus. Yeah. On a guy who got married. 
in 2000, a Portuguese guy. Uh, and how long were you married for? 2003, so three years oh, we wow. divorced. Okay, okay. So how did you get from from this, this job in Olympia to where you are now? How did... Right. Oh, I started uh, looking for a new job as soon as I got all my papers. Okay, so as soon as you got your citizenship. Oh yeah, okay. my no, as soon as I got married, I could, oh, sorry, I could, yeah, I could apply for any job. Okay. And then I went to a very well-known that time agency, catering agency for hospitality, oh. and then I found this job in an insurance company called, that time called Aeon Bainfield Group in the city. And I started as tea lady. It was amazing because a lot of money and just seven tears and coffees for, you know, CAO and it was amazing. It was just what I need that time. And uh, I spent my time after that work studying English. Okay. And that time I started dating. Uh, my ex and then we stayed together for nine years living together okay. and she was a student that time okay. so another chapter in terms of um, in terms of um, visa and papers and school and all of that but it was great and then that time I stayed in Aeon for a long time because I need to provide money, all this yeah. stuff for, for her as well. And it started in 2005 after the the bombs in London, all that. We start find quite hard to to stay here as an immigrant. Oh really? Yeah, everything was very expensive. Really? In the home office, yeah. So and then that time, uh, luckily that time. Uh, our lawyer said, um, girls, it's time you to get married because the, the law is going to change this year. Yeah, that's what you need. And then we got married in 2006. Wow. Because I couldn't, we couldn't afford anymore. And then when I start thinking about my career, obviously at that time I wasn't just a lady in AO. I started doing another kind of job like reception and but still my eyes and my I would say my career at that time still with customer service in terms of okay. uh, catering because okay. people really like me and rely on me and know I could deliver quite well this business but I wasn't happy at all okay. I wanted to do something else and then when I really started learning English I had a um, at that time, I had um, a private teacher, and then I started looking for a new job. And then, but now I can. Although I always like, oh, but I don't, I don't think my English is good enough. Oh, I don't think that's good enough. I went for an interview, second interview, and it never got the job. So, oh, that's I blame my English, of course. Uh -huh. uh, but. Um, and then the way years passed on and I knew that wasn't just my English, it was also something that I had to develop in terms of skills. Yeah. So I went for another, another uh, course which I did uh, events management, which what I all about. I have been all about my career in Brazil, here, and delivering this tea and coffee is 
for high profile people or making these canapes parties, making things like that. That's it. That's, that's what I like doing. But, not, but then I realized that I want to do something that's from scratch. So someone said to me, oh, so you can you might be a PA. So what does that mean? <laughs> oh, personal assistant. Oh, that's some similar what I did in Brazil with the musicians. Yeah, you can do that for art as well. So cool. And then when I start applying for these jobs, and then I start doing something at Aeon, because that Aeon, the, secu the insurance company, bought Aeon Bainfield in 2009. And then they gave more opportunity to people who used to work there because in the merge, many people left. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a unique opportunity for you to. <coughs> Hello, I'm over here. Yeah. yeah. And I know everybody, yeah. and I, you know, how I know how the the system and clients, even they change a slightly difference mm. was still the company I used to work. So I left in 2012. And uh, I started this job, where I am now. And I start as a receptionist oh, in this really? one, because I have to live here. It was such a long time. Yeah. And then so I need a quiet life. That's what I need in my job. And then I went out at these um, positions, a PA in the same building. Uh -huh. And I said to my manager, I would like to apply for it. And he said, yeah, but that's internal. It's not go I'm not going anywhere. You're going to be in the building working for our clients. It's perfect. That's it. I like the environment. I like you. I like the clients. I work for them. It's going to be great. And then that's what I'm doing. Uh, work for three big companies. As a, they are our clients. One of them is London Underground. The they have a project in Vauxhall where we are based at and they gonna finish their project now in 2018 17 sorry 17 so they're gonna leave the building so i'm not working for them anymore but i'm still doing this project until they finish the project in Vauxhall, obviously and then i have three more clients with uh, one of them they work for ikea they are designers in ikea they have office there then lawyers and stuff like that so they're very very different characters, yeah. needs, and obviously different work, job really, in terms of, but at the end it's all the same. And I like this different um, day, I would say, different tasks, different things to do. So you, you mentioned events and stuff like that. I know um, from your actual job you do lots of creative stuff externally. So, um, I, th I suppose any time I've ever been in Made in Brazil, you're in there singing or doing something. Mm. Um, what do you do to fill your spare time then when you're not when you're not being a PA? Well, I like singing. <laughs> I like reading. I like um, talk with people. Also, I meet all my friends when I'm free, and I try to catch up with them as much as I can. But from 2010. I start singing again, so the way I used to do in Sao Paulo, because I always the radio station I used also to sing in the nightlife, and being in the nightlife is always the thing I really enjoy. 
which I miss here because everything closed at 11 <laughs> in London and then I really miss these things. And so after 11, when you have a big group, you all go to my house and you finish there, playing, singing, talking, have a drink. Nice. That's the, the main reason I live on my own. <laughs> I used to joke with that, but it's true. Um, so, 2010, I, I started singing again and my singing classes. I find a, found a, a guitar player and he started singing in the bar, pubs and private parties. But I really start, really start in 2013. And then I back with all these friends, musician friends, which I met in 99. Yeah. And then because of this time, for nine long years, I stayed like a um, couple or, you know, yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't regret, but no. it took me away from this um, environment, which I love. And I really missed it. I didn't know I missed that that much. And then when I find, you know, I, I was inside this business again. And uh, yeah, my voice is still good. I realized that and I'm good for this business. Uh -huh. I'm up for it. And people think I'm quite good as well. Yeah. He's missing someone, a singer, Brazilian singer, female, who likes singing, who likes, you know, don't have any attachment or kids or anything like that, which puts people away from... Yeah, so suppose it pulls uh, away from singing and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so we start, and then in 2014, my guitar player had to go back to Brazil because of visa issues. Oh, right. And then I had to start another journey to find another guitar player, which happened last year. But in the meantime, I start um, running events for Brazilians. Yeah, I place, like. What's this? It's like a traditional Brazilian with with the washing line and the. Ah, what is that? No, no, that's all my project. Okay, okay. Because I, well, I, that's becomes a lot. I need to go back a bit more, you know, back because um, I came from a background very intellectual background. Uh -huh. I like to share my time with people who like reading, we call Sadao. Okay, Sadao. Sadao, yeah. And then that's, I used to go a lot in Sao Paulo in Sadao's, which okay. is made in the houses. All right. You cannot make in a cafe, you okay. make that in house because it's very private and yeah. everybody's silent to listen to you and to discuss this poem or discuss this book. It's not a book club, it's not that. But once someone asks, I know it's like a book club. No, it's not. <laughs> Because you have to go in the middle and say something and sing or wow. draw or do something yeah. that related with this theme. Oh, if it's a free theme, it's a free theme. Depends the idea of this setup. And I miss that badly in London. Badly. I cannot express how bad I miss that. And then when I move in this house where I'm, I'm now, I said, you know what, I'm going to start doing here. If it's nobody come, I do that online. And uh, I like reading, I love reading. And then I realized that time in 2013 that I was, read, I was reading Portuguese nearly nothing okay. in Portuguese. I wasn't reading So you're losing the language just, a bit. Just, in, just in English, books in English or, you know, newspapers and uh, BBC webs or just in English and then I was like 
I'm missing all this. Mm. All, the, all the new stuff in Portuguese. So I need to come back. How? Well, I'm, you know, I said, okay, I'm gonna do that. And then I dream. I had a dream that I was in a field. It's a green field, beautiful, but with these lines, wash lines. With the, wash, yeah, the washing lines. Wash lines, very Brazilian. You don't go in an English house and have a backyard and see that. I've never been. Okay. Not in London, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm talking about London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you have, it's Brazilian. If you have, it's a Brazilian house. Oh, wow, okay. Brazilians live here, isn't it? Yes, okay, because they have one yeah. wash line. And then I dreamt it was yellow. The wash line was yellow and then green. So that's what it's been in Brazil, obviously. And oh, they come and they start writing, writing a project. And the first name, even when I write poems or write a chronic or something like that, the name is the last thing coming to my mind. And the first thing came to my mind was the name of the project. Palavras no Varal, Sadal. Varal is a wash line. Yeah. Words is palavras. Yeah. So the words in the wash line is equal Sadal. Okay. Uh, so this brings it, and then the logo is, if you don't speak Portuguese, you can see the logo, what yeah. are we talking about? I've been very lucky to see it a few times, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. And then um, it's all about reading and uh, put people to read more in Portuguese, to have contact with authors and uh, writers that here you forgot, we forget mm. that they exist even. So, um, the idea is just to talk Portuguese. So I have English guys, friends, who speaks Portuguese, or wants to, and they're more than welcome to come. But what I cannot do is to translate those things yeah. in that moment, because miss all this beauty of that moment, actually. So afterward, after the Sadao, you open, I open my house for people who want to, to have, you know, be with us. English or doesn't matter the nationality, but in terms of being there in the project, must be Brazilians, Portuguese, or someone who are keen on and learning Portuguese, because otherwise it's going to be very boring, very boring stuff. Did you think maybe you've created your own mini Brazil in London? Because you never, you never seem to have left. Yeah. You seem to have brought the bits that you love about Brazil with you. Yeah, I, I never thought about that in this way. I think it's, um, I think it's all, I never thought about that because that's my necessity to be, I need to, to learn, to, to listen Brazilian music, to read, to read. And I, I thought maybe my friends need that too. So, but I never thought I was creating this mini Brazilian around me. For, you, for yourself? Yeah, I, I never thought. I was just natural. It's yeah. natural too. I think when you're out <clears throat> from this contest where you brought up with, uh, it's quite it's quite difficult for person like me because I know a lot of Brazilians who doesn't really care if they read or not in Portuguese. Of they are, I, I I know quite Brazilians. They oh no, Brazilian less. I don't want to be with Brazilians. Oh no, ah, it's a Brazilian night. Oh, I'm gonna think twice if I go in, or if my husband or my boyfriend or my whatever. And, okay, I don't get offended with that. I think anyone is, is anyone.
is the miss or not miss your country. But I miss that in terms of because I love uh, I'm I'm driving by the language, the Portuguese amazing sounds, amazing language. You can say things. It's a beauty. I love this language. And then when I I realized I was getting away from unconsciously. And when I brought all these skills back to me, you know. So I started writing in a newspaper, in a newspaper, a column called By London. Okay. And that's why I have this Facebook page as well, to show what's going on in London. Uh, in a very, very small thing, like Wimbledon or proms. What proms means, what Wimbledon means. Yeah. Although everybody knows, but reading this web or translating Portuguese, you know, uh, is here for everybody. Or we have a stylish in London. We have you know CTAM. We have this and that. It's a free. If you read or you want to learn English, here we go. It's for everybody. Yeah. Um, so, so by London is a column I used to work. I used to write uh, for uh, uh, electronic newspaper, and it's still on okay. but I I don't have much time to write no. yeah which takes me to my next question about you, you said about people learning English do you teach English, English yes. Well? <laughs> yes I do I do it's in interesting because now teaching English is more a social thing rather than money thing okay so you don't do it on a one-to-one -one, do you or do I do oh, one-to-one okay. I do Skype okay um, but I think now uh, it's a way to say thank you for all the help I had. Not just for my teacher, because he's still amazing. We have a very nice relationship, me and Dino. But um, also because the city, I, I like, you know, I like living here. Yeah. I, I really enjoy London. I, I cannot see myself living in Brazil anymore. And I divided by these two passions, two cities, two cultures, two, uh, you know, rich countries. So when did when did you decide? Because you said like about six months after being here, you you wanted to stay. Yeah. Is that when you realised actually I want to I want to stay yeah. the rest of my time in London yeah. for? Wow. I mean, I didn't say forever at that time. Okay. But when, I don't I don't say forever now. Okay. Uh, but um, was. With no shadow of doubt, that what I want to be, where I want to be, uh, where now I come home. London is my hometown. It's not São Paulo anymore. I love being São Paulo's holiday, and I know it starts on the 14th and ends in the 14th. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it, although I have my family, I have I love my family, my friends, which I grow up with them. Now you have Skype, you have WhatsApp, you have Facebook, you have all these. I didn't have yeah. in the you know uh, when I arrived. I was, I, the first guy I met and I befriended with was my postman. I never <laughs> forget him. Paul was his name. It was the first contact with English guy I had was my postman <laughs> in Queens Park when I used to live because he was he sent a letter for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no. And then he knew my birthday. He knew you know all this stuff because I was waiting for. And I stayed there for seven long years okay. in the same address. So I knew my postman. Yeah. And then, obviously, my English was growing with my, you know, staying in London, I would say, but um, it was great. And then we, now, there's no comparison. 
I can see my mom any time. I can see all my yeah. my friends, my my cousin is pregnant. I can see her, and then I'm gonna. I obviously I'm gonna see the baby borning. <laughs> oh, they're gonna take a picture in my WhatsApp. Yeah. So it's completely different from '98, '99 when you have to wait for the postman with one envelope in his hand, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? But uh, but I have all these letters with me. I never ever throw this away. I have at home. Yeah. So, if you could very briefly just describe your time in London for somebody moving here from from Brazil, São Paulo, uh, what what would you tell them was kind of the the highlight of living in London? It's a hard. It's, it's difficult. It's really hard. It's really hard to live here when you arrive. Especially if you don't know nobody, it's really tough. Weather conditions, uh, people who doesn't understand your accent, uh, even when they they understood you. Um, I people saying most people are cold people. I don't I don't I don't see this way. I never felt this way. Uh, I have I have. English friends since I arrived here. They're not best friends ever, but they're friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't feel that. They are called Brazilians, called Italians, called Spanish, called everybody, you know. Every single nationality has good and bad. So, it's, it's a tough city. Especially the weather conditions for Brazilians <laughs> is really tough. But. I mean, I'm talking about myself. I, it's difficult to say something bad in London, although it has many things, but I can find, like, I really like being here. So, if I would say, I think you need to be open for the new. But when I say open, it's really open-minded for living in a house with 15 people, I would say. <laughs> and doesn't really care if the bathroom is going to be dirty when you have your shower <laughs> or something like that. If you don't have it, that's the chapter number one. If you don't have the open mind, it's stay in Sao Paulo. Stay in your mommy, daddy house. Because London going to be just for tourist place. A big Bang, Greenwich and done. Piccadilly and that's it. Because London is much more than this, I tell you. I, lo I always get lost in London, you know, especially in Soho. I never know where's Old Campus Street. I always get lost there. But it's such a pleasure to get lost in London, honestly. Even Old Campus Street, to find there. So I, I would say you need, to you need to have an open-minded, but really open, really, you know, and be ready because it is not easy. It's not easy at all. But that's the challenge. If you want challenge, here we go. That's the city. As well as many other cities, it might be a challenge as well. But we are talking about London, so I would say London is a very, very big challenge. Thank you.